Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 30. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we typically have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests bring Disney magic into your life. As a reminder to all of our listeners, we appreciate you taking some time to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We give shout-outs to those who leave us reviews, and that helps even more listeners find us. And of course, we also appreciate those five-star customer ratings on not only iTunes, but any other platform you may listen to us on. So thank you for helping more and more listeners find our show. And for today's show, we are going to be joined a little bit later by Caitlin from Pixie Dust Pretties. She makes amazing Disney earrings, and she also does some hair clips as well. And ironically, she's our closest guest because she lives literally probably five miles away from where we live in Michigan. So that's kind of a neat little thing that we just happen to stumble upon each other through social media. And she loves Disney just as much as us and happens to live not too far from us as well. So we will have Caitlin in the show later. And before that, because a lot of her earrings feature princesses and some of those characters, I thought it would be nice to talk about princess-inspired attractions that are at the different parks. We have done a show about princess meet and greets and the restaurants where you can meet the princesses. So this is more focusing on all of the attractions and shows and parades and things that where you can find the princesses in the different parks. So we are going to start our journey at Magic Kingdom, which is usually the most obvious, because that is where you're going to get your princess overload, where you're going to find the most princesses. And we're going to start with a couple of the attractions that are rides. And the first one is Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. And this ride, we first went on it when it was in Disney's California Adventure before it made its way to Magic Kingdom in Florida. And it's really great. It has some nice animatronics, good representations of scenes from the ride or from the movie, nice music. It's a slow moving ride. It's something everyone can enjoy. Um, Any thoughts about Little Mermaid? It's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and now, not too far from Little Mermaid, Chris actually reminded me, what is the ride that I forgot to add to our list? Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes. Yeah, so Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, of course, the dwarfs are kind of front and center, but the, it does also feature Snow White at the end. So you do get a little bit of the Disney pr- taste of the Disney princess there. So that's nice. Um, and those two attractions are very close to each other. Another thing right in that area, and we typically make a stop here, and that's Princess Fairy Tale Hall. So there you can meet all of the different princesses. Typically, you are able to meet um, Cinderella, um, Tiana. I know that my friend and I, we had went there not too long ago because last year she was dressed as Tiana at the at the. Halloween party, so it's fun to be able to get the pictures with them, and it's just a nice experience, so you can use a FastPass Plus. We tend to go late in the evening or during extra magic hours. It's usually walk-in, and there's always four princesses there, Um, and like we said, it's a great experience because good time to get FastPass photos as well as photos on your own camera. Also in this area, of course, most of these princess attractions, of course, are going to be in 
Fantasyland. You also have Cinderella's Royal Table, so you can eat there and you can meet Cinderella herself. That is that takes place before you go up to the dinner, and then when you're up at the dinner, you meet some of the other characters from oh, the I film. I love this one. Yeah, did you enjoy when we went to Cinderella's? Oh yes. Yeah, so we did that. We've done that a few times. Most memorable was the day after our wedding. We did it as kind of a nice dinner in the castle. If you're on the dining plan, that does take two dining credits, so that's something to keep in mind, but you can definitely meet Cinderella there. Another attraction nearby in Fantasyland as well is Enchanted Tales with Belle. And we just did this for the first time during our vow renewal trip in 2018. It's kind of neat. It's by Gaston's Tavern, and we always make sure we see Gaston, but today we're not talking about those we're not talking about them those characters, we're talking about the princesses. Um, but at Enchanted Tales with Belle, you have nice story time where certain aspects of the movie are reenacted and it kind of has audience participation. There's some cool special effects as you're entering into the area. I know we were there with all adults and we still got to participate and get our picture with Belle. So that was very nice. Something that you might not think about, but a place where you can see a lot of the princesses and we are not parade people no (laughs) we i think we tend to go on the attractions during the parades but if you want to see a lot of the princesses right in a row you should definitely take some time to see the festival of fantasy parade they have pretty much all of the princesses on beautiful floats they have the music that goes along with the shows they're usually dancing if there's a prince in the film they're dancing with the prince it's just really great and if you want to see all of them kind of lined up in a row watch that parade because you'll get your fill of the princesses you'll definitely be able to see them all on there And with this, they have Tiana, they have Anna, Elsa, who, of course, is a queen, not a princess, Cinderella, Belle, Merida, Snow White, and Rapunzel. And so you get really a good showcase of all of the princesses there. Now, that kind of rounds out everything that we would see at the Magic Kingdom. Now we're going to move over to Epcot. And there's two different opportunities to meet princesses or to see princesses there. First, you have Frozen Ever After. And what are your thoughts about the Frozen ride? Uh, Do you enjoy it? It's not bad. Now, Chris does like Frozen. That's one of his favorite Disney cartoons. But it is kind of nice. I think I like the animatronics at the end. That's maybe the thing that I look forward to the best is like the closing scene at the end with all of them. So that's nice. It is in Norway. So if you are in the World Showcase, make sure you check that out. Often you'll want to have a fast pass for that. There are special events where you can get a pass to be able to ride that often like there's a a dessert party that is typically that will be with um, Epcot forever and then whatever its predecessor will be they typically have some dessert party options where you get a chance to ride that now another thing that we typically do and we've done quite a few times with different princesses are the meet and greets around world showcase so what they do is they try to have princesses who represent certain countries in those respective areas so they have snow white in germany and we've done snow white before and they have jasmine or morocco something that i got on a trip last year who i never had was aurora in france so that's kind of nice and i 
enjoy those that are a little bit more informal than if you're at a restaurant and they're kind of parading them through. It's a chance to kind of see them in their sort of home environment. Did you like when we got to meet like Snow White in Germany and some of them when we meet them in the World Showcase? Oh yeah, that's really nice. (laughs) Now, those are kind of the main things that where you can find the princesses in Epcot. So essentially, you need to head to the World Showcase if you're looking for the princesses, if you're at that park. Now, we're going to move over to Hollywood Studios. And I think this is probably Chris's maybe favorite princess attraction, because I don't think he normally would say he has a favorite princess attraction. Do but tell. The, for the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along oh, celebration. I could sit there all day. <laughs> Well, especially when it's warm because it's inside. Yes, but it's true. entertaining and the writing is so good; it's wonderful. Yeah, so you they have if you've never done it before, it is located near Echo Lake, and so it's a pretty big theater. And there they will have most of the songs from the show. They have some good dialogue. I have heard the dialogue has changed since we saw it. We will see it again on an upcoming trip. I'm hoping they haven't taken away some of our favorite parts of it because they just have good banter and good dialogue between the actors that are on that. But it's just a nice time. You usually have the whole audience singing along, and we've always had a good experience with that attraction. Another opportunity in Hollywood Studios is at the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. That, of course, is also inside, so you get some AC again. It's air-conditioned, and then it's set where they have some nice scenes. They have a mix of puppets and live stage actors, some rather old laser effects, but I think it still keeps the heart and essence of the show. So that's usually something pretty easy to get into as well. And I would say next to Lion King, which of course is not a princess thing, my second favorite stage show in all of Disney World is the Beauty and the Beast live on stage show. And that's down by Phantasmic and and Tower of Terror. The outdoor, it's kind of like an outdoor amphitheater. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They have great costumes, great sets. All of the characters from Beauty and the Beast are there and they sing and they dance and all sorts of things. And I really like this show. They have a big, they have the big ballroom scene and everything throughout the film. And it is covered. It's outside, but it is covered. I have a funny story from this. Years ago when it was in a, it didn't used to be covered. And I almost passed out from heat exhaustion one time. We were there in the summer, but Disney took good care of me, and that's just always been a favorite of mine. So Beauty and the Beast live on stage. And then another place that, similar to the Festival of Fantasy Parade, where you see a lot of them, a great place to see a lot of the princesses, where you're not going to necessarily get up and close and personal, but you can see a lot of them, is at Fantasmic. So Fantasmic is that nighttime show at Hollywood Studios, and they will have boats that would you call those boats like the little floats where the characters come through on Fantasmic? Yes, that would be a boat. So they have Pocahontas and Snow White, Belle, Ariel, and they. this is a long show, so there's lots of other characters in it, but the princesses do make quite a few appearances. So if you haven't gotten to see some of those in person, definitely check out Fantasmic because you can see a lot of those characters there. 
And then if you have any younger ones in your group, Sophia the First appears in the Disney Junior show that is there. We've never saw that. We've just never had a reason to experience that. But if you have anyone who loves Sophia the First, you can check her out there. Now we are down to one park. And this park has the least number of princesses. Really? Yes. Yeah, so that I did not know that. Animal Kingdom. And at Animal Kingdom, you can only... There's only one princess that you can... Inspired attractions actually meet and greet. And who do you think that princess is at Animal Kingdom? Well, it's got to be someone outdoors. Mulan, maybe? Mulan. Pocahontas. Oh, wow. I did yeah. not know that. So they have <clears throat> a meet and greet with Pocahontas. It's on the Discovery Island trails. So she's there. You want to check. She's not there all the time. So you want to make sure you see the times that she's there. And I have never gone to this meet and greet. I think we definitely need to check it out on a future trip. But if you want your fill of princesses, Animal Kingdom is not the park to go to. They do have, of course, the focus is on animals. So if you want to get the most princesses you're going to want to hit up at magic kingdom and then from there i would say probably in terms of the different types that you could see at epcot because of the meet and greets and world showcase and then that next one would be in terms of staging and shows would be at hollywood studios you can see quite a few of them there so those are all of the princesses that you can see throughout the parks in terms of attractions and other things that you where you can engage with them at shows etc so of course it's important to plan out ahead of time some of these are attractions where you may need to arrange with a fast pass plus some of these are attractions that may have limited hours where the meet and greets some of them are ones that you could just walk up to so it's important to make sure that you plan ahead and then you can get your fill of the princesses throughout the parks and so speaking of princesses we're going to get caitlin on from pixie dust pretties and she's going to share with us about all of the great earrings she has and she has some really cute princess inspired ones as well so looking forward to have caitlin on the call here in just a minute we would like to welcome caitlin to the show today she has a business called pixie dust pretties and she specializes in some really unique disney earrings and so we are so excited to have caitlin on the show thank you for having me i'm really excited to be here and we are super excited. Ironically, Caitlin is not too far from us. I happened to come across her on Facebook Marketplace, and so we are excited to have somebody that not only loves Disney, but also isn't too far from us. It's a, it's a good place to live. We like this area. <laughs> exactly. So we are going to go right into, we love to have an icebreaker to hear a little bit about what you enjoy about Disney. And so okay. we wanted to find out from you, who is your favorite character to meet at the park? I honestly do not have a favorite. Okay. I, I love them all, but I think um, it depends on the trip because every trip we've been on, I feel like there's one particular character who has made it extra special for our family. So I don't, I don't know if I ever really have one I'm looking forward to. I love meeting them all, but... For example, our past trip when we were down there this past March, um, the meet and greets that stick out most was we met Merida from Brave, and she had a growling contest um, oh, as bears with my children, <laughs> and it was adorable. And then I think the other one was Vanellope and Wreck-It Ralph. 
they spent tons of time with my kids. So I just think it depends on the particular trip, which character ends up being my favorite. That is a good point, because I know depending on who we're with, too, that also has an impact, like different friends or family members, mm-hmm. if it's a favorite of theirs. It's always fun to see how people react with the different characters. Yep. Yeah, I think it, and it's also how the kids react, too. I mean, sure. I, you know, I always thought my son would go crazy over meeting certain characters, and there were certain ones that he didn't go as crazy for. And same with my daughter. I thought she she went crazy over the princesses, but I think one of her favorites was Vanellope because she spent so much time with her. Aw, that's so nice. So tell us a little bit. I know with characters, you actually, a lot of your products feature some of the characters. So tell us a little bit about your business and the products that you offer that are connected to Disney. I, like you said, I have a Facebook group called Pixie Does Pretties. Um, I sell all of my... Um, Disney earrings. I'm making hair clips now and hair bows for little girls oh, okay. um, on Facebook. I can honestly tell you I'm not the only person that makes these products. There's a couple other people that I've run across that sell the similar product. Mm-hmm. I had been purchasing them from someone else before I got into it. Okay. But I had been, um, the ones I purchased, I had problems with them falling apart. Oh. So I kind of went out on my own, started doing some research on how can I make these better and how can I make sure that they stay intact. And I think I found out a pretty good system. Um, My hands are constantly covered in glue, (laughs) making sure that they're not going to fall apart when you go on your trip or you wear them day to day. But I've been pretty lucky. I've found a really great group of ladies and even some guys in my group that purchased my product. And I've been very happy. It's been a great, um, little thing for me to do because I'm a stay-at-home mother. It keeps me busy during the day. Okay. That's awesome. And really, you know, what was your motivation to start your business? It was just, I was just looking for something to do. My daughter was starting school, so I was going to be at home most of the day. And I just wanted something small to do to keep me busy. And I love Disney and I love jewelry and I just thought it would be fun. And it is fun. I have a lot of fun doing it. So could you tell us a little bit more about some of the different products you have, but then also how do your products add a little Disney magic to our listeners' lives? Um, I carry a large line of Disney character products, or I should say earrings. I mean, I do just about any Disney character you can think of. I can usually find something to make you an earring or a bow or clip for your hair. Um... Some of my favorites that I make are my fairy godmother. That's probably my favorite pair that I make. Um, I love the Maleficent pair. I've got a bunch of Halloween ones that I'm working on right now. Um, Everything from Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, Pairs, I've got like Jack and Sally. I have just the Jack Skellington face. I have Zero, the little ghost dog. Those have been very popular the past couple weeks, and I'm sure they'll remain popular through the Christmas season. Sure. Um, then I've got, I mean, just about any character you can think of. I've got Jeannie from Aladdin. I have um, Cinderella. I have her mice. I've, it's just, there's just so many things that I'm finding as I'm getting more into this. Sure. I just recently introduced, like I call it, the Mickey snack line. So I have um, Donald Duck cupcakes and donuts. I have mini cupcakes and donuts. I have mini and Mickey ice cream. Just lots of cute ones that I'm starting to find. And then I 
we'll be starting probably in the next week or two, getting ready to start introducing the Christmas styles. So we can be ready for the Christmas parties when they start next month. So how does that work? Like, let's say I am going to the Christmas party, which I actually am. <laughs> and at the, how far of a lead time do I need to give if I place an order? I try my best to keep a really good supply of ready-to-ship earrings on hand. Okay. And if I have them ready to ship, they either go out, depending on the time of day, they can either be shipped that day or the following day. So they typically ship within 24 hours if they're ready to go. If I have to make them, I usually say three to five business days because I I might have to order some parts or I might have to run out to the store and buy supplies but for the most part I try to get everything out within three to five business days so if you were to be looking to get something for the end of next week if fingers crossed all goes well I could probably get them to you in time now what about I know some people they're they're very sensitive about earrings do you offer where somebody could have like hypoallergenic or certain types of posts for the I um the posts I use are stainless steel oh okay and Everybody I have spoken to that has had that concern has had very good luck with these posts. I just had somebody had bought some pairs to wear to the Halloween party a couple weeks ago. She said she wore them for 14 hours. She has very sensitive ears and did not have any issues with them. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So we've been very, I've been very lucky. If, um, If anybody wants me to get a different post, I can. Okay. But so far, we haven't had any issues with the sensitivity problems. Oh, that's great. Now, what about, you mentioned that you're starting to do hair bows. So do you do matching sets where you can get the earrings and the bows that match? I can, I can definitely do that. I can do, if you request it, I can almost always figure out a way to make it happen. Okay. So. Awesome. And please, you know, remind our listeners, where can they find you online? Um, my Facebook group is called Pixie Dust Pretties. And it's right there on Facebook. I'm pretty sure if you um, search it on Facebook, it's the only one that pops up. If not, the photo on there is currently displaying all of my Halloween earrings. Okay. So you'll see, I think, there's Mickey and Minnie Pumpkins. There's probably Maleficent and Ursula. Right. Like I mentioned, the Nightmare Before Christmas. I think that's what's up on my cover photo at the moment. Okay. And then we will make sure we'll put the link to your Facebook page in the show notes and we'll promote that so hopefully thank you very much most definitely that way our listeners can find you and super excited to see what you have coming out for christmas they're cute they're super cute i'm probably gonna have to keep one of every style for myself oh that's awesome (laughs) that's awesome so again we just would love to thank you so much for taking time today for joining us and we will make sure to share everything for pixie dust pretties in the show notes and thank you again caitlin for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you reaching out and having me as a guest on your show. It is so neat to find somebody that's local too that loves Disney just as much as we do. (laughs) I definitely love Disney. There's no doubt about that. So now we are on to our final segments of the show, including our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. And so, Chris, you are up next. Awesome. Well, Vanessa, we're going to do a little callback to Snow White's Mind Train. Seven Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Okay. So, um, just a little bit of... Well, going to ask you some warm-up questions before we get into the actual questions. So, how many questions are there all together? You'll find out. Oh, okay. So, courtesy of my friends at WDWnews.com. Yes, that's a good place. 
where were the carriages built? The the cars. Is this it, a country? A city? It's a country. Okay. It's in Western Europe. Germany. Holland. Holland. Huh. Um, I tried to find out. This is about the jewels. I tried okay. To find, yes. The, the internet does not have the total number of jewels. That's odd, isn't it? You'd think but here's a question. Odd. How many colors of jewels are there? Let me see. There's red. It seems like there's like a bluish, a yep. purple, green. Yes. Yes. Orange. I'm going to say five. You are wrong. Okay. How many are there? There are six. Uh-oh. You, what would they, they Well, I guess I'll give you it. I'll call orange amber. Oh, oh I miss clear. Clear. Huh. Yes. I don't think of that absence of color as color. And there are yeah. four different sizes. Yes, I can see that, yeah. And then again, Snow White was based off of a Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Yes. In the story, the original tale, the dwarfs were unnamed. So Walt Disney decided to give them all a legal name. Yes. And some of the rejected names were Wheezy, Jumpy, Baldy, Hickey, Sniffy, Stuffy, Burpy, Tubby, Shorty, <laughs> Daffy, and Dizzy. <laughs> These are definitely names that were acceptable in the 1930s. But not definitely. It's a good thing they didn't go with some of those. I wouldn't Burpy. mind a couple of them. That they'd be quite funny. But, um, you know, so that is about the snow, the Seven Doors Mine Train. I have to say it's a nice ride. It's I like the animatronics. It's kind of interesting to know that... Some of this technology has been around for a while, and yeah. it just seems like now it's finally happening and yeah, being used. In correct, the like in the same way, like little rant, like how long it took them to do Avatar. Avatar was around for all; it was successful right off the bat, right? But it took them a long time, and maybe, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but like they, I know Disney's bought a lot of IP, and maybe yeah. this was a movie that they came into purchasing. But regardless. Avatar was a long time ago, and then you built a whole park, and people don't. I don't. I couldn't tell you the characters' names no. in Avatar. I couldn't tell you really. It, it's a blue person. I know they <laughs> somehow had to like go into a trance or something, but. But that, I think with Flight of Passage, <clears throat> I didn't feel lost without knowing that. No, but I, I had no yeah. emotional connection. No. Long story long, Snow White Seven Mar- Seven Doors Mine Train. It's neat. It's just kind of interesting to see, like, this is a... And I know they've done a little bit with the Frozen ride, but it would just be nice to see them do more of this as they do different park upgrades. Here's another bit of a trivia question. Okay. What was the legacy? What was the first ride in that spot? Is that where um, uh, the seven... uh, the. The one with the submarines, yes. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. 100% correct. Good. And then I think it became the Pooh Tree Houses. Yep. Wow, Vanessa, you're on it today. I don't think you probably ever rode the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I might have. I went you? to Disney once when I was younger. But yeah. I don't remember don't Because there's still the version at Disneyland that has Little Nemo, or Finding Little Nemo, Finding Nemo. <laughs> well, and that's, let me do a little quick rant. Okay. I think Disney criminally underutilizes classic IP. Like, for example, there should be a whole store dedicated to classic movie stuff. That's a good idea. Pete the Dragon. Um, Flight of the Navigator. Was that a Disney film? I think so. I'm not we'll, sure. We'll Somebody will catch us if we're wrong. But you would figure, for as much stuff as they put out there, you can't 
do one store with like just Jungle Book, Sword of the Stone, like, like just older classic ones that, yeah. retro, whether it be shirts or prints or be, and broomsticks. Correct. You yeah. have they have all this IP sitting in a, I'm now at this point a hard drive somewhere, where it could be this was the authentic shirt back in '71 that mm-hmm. we did or whatever. Um, I just find that interesting. Like they devote a lot of stuff to Muppets. Well, the Jim Henson stuff. Correct, yeah. but like Muppets are, yeah, they've they're played out. There's Muppet Babies on TV now. I know, but Muppets. I mean, in terms of like in the, it's just me. <laughs> well, now with Disney Plus coming out, who knows? Maybe they're going to start to incorporate more of the people will be reintroduced to these classic stories. You never know where we may be a year from now. I'll give you that, Vanessa. You never know. So, wrapping up tonight's show, we are going to end with our Wisdom from Walt quote. And I just like this one. It just reminded me of all the great entrepreneurs we've had on this show. I dream. I test my dreams against my beliefs. I dare to take risks. And I execute my vision to make those dreams come true. And that's what we hope that all of you get some inspiration from our guests, whether it be inspiring you to go out and buy some of their products, maybe go out and venture out and try something yourself. We just hope that you enjoy hearing from all of our guests and learning a little bit more about the Disney magic that might be come a part of your life. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.